This is the sound of hundreds of journalists demonstrating in almost 30 cities of Mexico on Tuesday, January 25th, including the capital, Mexico DF, in Guadalajara and Chiapas, in Ciudad Juárez, in Tijuana, Veracruz, and uh, many others. Ni uno más, not one more, chanted many of them. The protests were triggered by the recent murders of journalists Lourdes Maldonado, Margarito Martinez and José Luis Gamboa Arenas in the last three weeks. An unbearable tally even for Mexico, the deadliest country in the world for media workers, where at least 150 journalists have been killed in the last 25 years, according to IPI Death Watch. In Chiapas, editors and journalists were reading out loud the names of their murdered colleagues, a way to prevent them from failing into oblivion in a country where 90% of the crimes against the journalists remain unresolved. And the support of institutions through specialized protection mechanisms is clearly insufficient and inefficient. In this episode, we're going to try to answer two basic questions, which actually don't have a simple answer. What is happening in Mexico? Why have institutions failed to protect reporters? And what can be done about it? And we'll do it with the help of IPI Deputy Director Scott Griffin. My name is Javier Luque. I'm the head of digital communications at IPI, and this is Today in Short. Hi, Scott, and thank you for joining in. Hi, Javier. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm. The situation for journalists in Mexico is quite complex, and we won't be able to tackle the full scope of it. But let's try to get to the essence of it. First, why does Mexico remain, year after year, one of the deadliest countries in the world for reporters? Well, Mexico is obviously a very dangerous place to be a journalist. Uh, it's a place where there is endemic violence, in particular when it comes to organized crime uh, and to drug trafficking. Uh, but the most important or the most significant reason why there is uh, continued killings uh, of journalists in Mexico is the level of impunity. And by that, me by that we mean the failure of the state, of, of state authorities, uh, to hold uh, those responsible for the killings of journalists to account. And we know not only from Mexico, but from, from many other countries around the world, uh, when, when crimes against journalists are not solved, uh, it, it uh, propagates a cycle of violence and it sends the message that you can kill a journalist and get away with it. And there are a lot of people that want to keep journalists silent. And in Mexico, uh, they feel emboldened to do so uh, because of the lack of consequences over the past 15 years. Why do institutions at both the state and federal levels keep failing to protect the journalists? I think we can answer that question on, on two levels. Uh, on, the, on the one hand, it is true that uh, many of these institutions uh, lack resources, uh, they lack funding, they lack, uh, in some cases, know-how. Uh, there is also endemic corruption. Uh, we know that in, in, in a number of cases in which journalists are killed, uh, that state authorities are complicit in those killings in some way, and therefore they don't have an interest in solving uh, those crimes. 
But all of that to one side, the fact is that uh, the will is missing. The will to actually change the situation is missing, not only at the, the level of different states in Mexico, but most importantly, at the federal level. I've been in a number of meetings where we've spoken to uh, officials uh, in Mexico, and they really can't give us a very clear reason uh, why some of these cases are stalled for so long. Uh, and we can only conclude, unfortunately, uh, that there just isn't enough will at the highest levels of government to change the situation for the better over so many different presidential administrations over the past 15 years in Mexico. Mm -hmm. So we've talked about the what what's happening in Mexico. We talked why. And now let's talk about what can be done to improve the situation. Well, I think that we as international organizations, we have to keep the pressure up on Mexico. We have to keep calling for change. Uh, and we're seeing a huge level of frustration among the public in Mexico. We've seen three murders of journalists over the past few weeks uh, already. Uh, and there is a huge public outcry. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, it's this type of pressure coming from people in Mexico, from international organizations working on press freedom uh, that are the ones that have to have that impact. Um, and I would just add that, uh, you know, we also have the situation in Mexico where not only do we have a government right now that is not producing results when it comes to impunity, but we also have a president who regularly uh, attacks journalists, individual journalists during his press conferences. And this is obviously a massive step in the wrong direction. It, it, you know, it turns journalists even more into targets and as if that weren't bad enough in a country where uh, journalists regularly face violence. So I think we need, also need to be very clear that these types of comments are not acceptable uh, and they make a, a bad situation already worse. So essentially we need to keep up the pressure. We need to keep uh, raising awareness about impunity and we need to keep uh, calling out officials and institutions in Mexico that say they're going to, that say they're going to change the situation, uh, that have the legal capacity to do so and aren't doing it. And that's the problem. Thank you very much for your time, Scott. Thanks, Javier. This podcast has merely scratched the surface of the chronic chaos and fear in which journalists operate in Mexico. IPA has published several reports and in-depth features that you can read on our website, ipi.media, to help you understand the full scope of this issue. That's it for today. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, please subscribe to our channel, IPI Press Freedom Podcast, or spend some time browsing the other podcasts that we produce, the Press Freedom Files and Freedom Dialogues Turkey. That's all from me. Take care and see you at the next episode of Today Short. <laughs>